0: From the International Headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in Middle Tennessee, this is Dr. Shelton Smith, and this is Making a Difference. And I welcome you today to our broadcast and our time together here. I look forward to being with you every day, and I thank you for joining us as often as you possibly can. Today, I'm going to give you a message that I'm entitling, There's Bad News and There's Good News. And I think you need to know both sides of the story. And we'll get to that here momentarily. If you want to look up the verse, the reference, it's Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. Now, dear friends, these are good days to serve the Lord. I know a lot of crazy things are happening in our world, but it's just important that you and I get focused like we need to be focused and determine that we can be who we want to be, who the Lord would have us to be, and we can serve the Lord with all kinds of energy and excitement. You know, happiness is a choice. And every day when you and I get up, we just need to determine, I'm going to do today what I can do, and I'm going to do it happily. I'm going to be excited about what I get to do today. And the Lord being our helper, we can live like that. It can just become who we are and what we are. And you say, well, I guess I just need to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. No, I tell you what, we need to learn the great truths of the Word of God and then ingest those truths into the depths of our being. And if we do that, then we are on track to get things happening like we want it to happen in our life. Now, yesterday we looked at Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, which told us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I told you yesterday that it is important for us to recognize the seriousness of sin. Sin doesn't need to be redefined. It doesn't need to have a new vocabulary to explain it away. But instead, we need to acknowledge by nature we're sinners. And at the same time, very early in our life, we begin to practice sin. And that is a problem that we cannot solve on our own. That's why we need the Lord. Now, we come to this passage today, and uh, chapter 6 of Romans, in verse 23, says, For the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. But here's the good news. The verse says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So it's important for us to make the case about heaven and about hell. One place, hell, you really do not want to go to. Heaven, yes, you want to go there. Let's make clear, though, we've got some issues here. The Bible tells us in this passage we've got an issue. We need to remember, too, God sets the terms and makes the rules about how we live our life and about whether or not we go to heaven. God, in fact, determines... What the game plan really is. And one day, you and I are going to come face to face with the Lord. We're going to have to face Him and deal with Him one day when our life is over. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27 it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. That simply means we're going to face God one day. And when we do, there will be no negotiating, there will be no excuses and there will be no justification for our own actions. We must look carefully at what we're doing here and now, because once we get there, we'll not have a thing that we can bring to the table that will justify us except that we have a Savior. So it's important for us to get all of this laid out the way the Lord says we ought to do. So again, let's look at the verse. It says, "...for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God." Let's look at it just breaking up here in little pieces. That word all, for example. Now, sometimes that word all can be used in a general sense. For instance, sometimes I say, all is well. Well, that just means everything's going good. It doesn't mean that everything is in place, but we still use the word all. Uh, Sometimes we use it to mean, well, the only thing. For example, I might say, all I want is to be left alone. Well, I promise you, uh, at breakfast time, I want more than to be just left alone. I want food. But we use the term in a way that is uh, sometimes a generic term, sometimes an ambiguous term. But there are times when the term simply means everything. And that's the case here in verse 23. When it says all have sinned, that means every man, every woman, every boy and girl, every living, breathing human being has sinned, is a sinner. And it simply means everybody when it uses that term all here. The second thing we note in the verse is all have sinned. Now, that matter of sin is something we really have to consider, dear friends, I'm telling you. It means we cannot yawn our way through this one. Sometimes we act as though sin is nothing at all. Yeah, 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 you know, we acknowledge maybe we did something we shouldn't have done, but it's like it really doesn't matter whether we did it or not. Well, I'm telling you, sin is not something that you can just chalk up and say, well, it was a mistake. No, it was more than a mistake. It was a sin. Sometimes we try to cover things up by changing the vocabulary. A lie becomes, well, it's just a fib. Uh, Adultery is an affair or a relationship. Stealing, well, they just took something. Folks, you cannot cover up sin with a new vocabulary and get by with that. The Bible tells us clearly the word sin simply means missing the mark. God has set a standard. And we have, by our disobedience, by the acts of disobedience, we have missed the mark that God has set. Sometimes it's not a matter of an overt action, but sometimes sin is a matter of just not doing what we should have done. The Bible says, he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So sin sometimes is something you commit. Sometimes it is something that you omit. And we have to understand, all have sin. And this passage says, and come short. Well, that's kind of where I want you to think with me today. Coming up short. You know, we have things all the time where we come up short. You got too much month and not enough money what's the deal? Well, you came up short. You didn't have enough money to finish the month. Uh, Sometimes, you know, if you play basketball or baseball or ping pong or whatever your sport is, you play and you play hard, but at the end of the game, your score is not what the opposition has. The opposition made more points than you did, and consequently, what is the deal? You came up short. You've got too little, and it's too late to do anything about it. Well, here, dear friends, in this verse, number 23, that says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Here we have a matter of ultra importance, major importance, and it simply tells us that we do not measure up to God's standards. You and I have a sin debt, and it's one that we cannot pay ourselves. You say, Well, I don't think I'm such a bad person. Dear friend, you are a sinner the moment you were born before you ever think an evil thought, before you ever do an evil thing. You are a sinner by nature. You say, well, how did that come about? Well, Adam and Eve messed things up right at the beginning. They were put in a perfect situation in the Garden of Eden, and they chose to disobey God. Satan came along, and he has continued, not just with Adam and Eve, but with all of the rest of us to keep that ball rolling, and whenever we are born into this world because we inherited that sin nature from Adam and Eve, that means we are sinners from our birth And because we have that sin nature, we ultimately commit the acts that we should not commit. And sin is a real matter, first by nature, then by practice, and by choice, we are sinners. Now, a lot of people try to placate the situation. A lot of people try to please God in some ways that do not please Him. For example, you cannot please God with your own set of morals. Uh, If you say, well, I'm just going to be a good person. I'm going to treat my neighbor right. I'm going to treat my family right. I'm not going to kick my dog. I'm not going to, uh, you know, do the things that people do out in the world and drinking and doping, and I'll just live a clean life. I'll do what I can do. Well, dear friend, I'm telling you, you may live a good, clean, moral life, but morals will not get you into a position where you're right with God. And the reason for that is, as this verse says— all have sinned. Every single one of us doing our dead level best are going to make some steps that we ought not to make. And because we are sinners by nature, we ultimately become sinners by choice. You cannot get things fixed up with God simply by trying to make your case a moral one. You can't get things right with God based on your money. A lot of folks have the idea that if they just give money, they put money in the offering plate at church, they give to certain things, you know, disaster relief or other things that are good things to give to. They give money and they think, listen, this will please God. Listen, God wants you to use your money well, and he even asks for some of it whenever he talks about your tithe and offerings and so forth. But listen, you cannot get this thing right based on the money that you give, and other people try with their religion. It's like, well, I have a religion. I have come up with something, or somebody else came up with something that I like the looks of, and so the result of that is they adopt a religion and they begin to practice that as though faithfully doing that would get things right with God. Here's the kick on this thing. Here is the problem with this. The Bible here says that we have come short, not of our own expectations, not of our own agenda, but it says we have come short of the glory of God. Dear friend, the great eternal God Is the standard. His righteousness, His holiness is the standard. And He is the one who has identified our problem and told us that because we're sinners, we have a problem. He also is the one who has solved our problem for us. Because we're sinners, we can't help ourselves. We owe a debt we cannot pay. Well, listen, He made arrangements to pay the debt for us. And you and I simply need to understand we are sinners. He is not. That's why the Bible can talk about the great glory of God. He is not a sinner. We are in so deep, however. We are so short of what we need to have. We are coming up short, and we cannot help ourselves, and that's why we need to look to the Lord. All of us with a sinful nature, all of us guilty of sin early on. And listen, nobody has to teach you to sin, you don't have to have a tutor on this. You don't have to have a mentor that makes sin possible for you. No. And the fact is, nobody has to give you instructions about this. You'll do this all on your own. And when you do, guess what? You come up short. Well, the Bible goes on in this very passage. Verse 24 says to us, we are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And that is the wonderful part of the story. You and I have a need. We have a burden. We are sinners. We cannot help ourselves. But the Lord has made arrangements that is available to us on a free basis. I'm talking about the Lord just gives salvation to us. We could never earn it. We can never buy it but he gives it to us freely because of the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Now, I hope you'll be with me tomorrow and the rest of the week because we're going to talk about some of these very key elementary subjects that'll just absolutely get the subject nailed down like it needs to be nailed down. And I hope that you'll join me and be here all week right here at this time on this station. And I thank you for being along today. By the way, I would love for you to check us out at our website at swordofthelord.com. Got a lot of things of interest for you there. And then write me a note. Let me know that you hear the broadcast. I hope that you will do that today. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at PO Box 1099 Murfreesboro, Tennessee 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Well, dear friends, until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day and goodbye for now.